Welcome to Healthy Vision Talk Radio, the podcast for people in search of a physician with alternative solutions for their eye problems. From the best-selling, award-winning, world's-only homeopathic ophthalmologist, here's your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. Essendorma from the opera Turndot. I will conquer, I will conquer. Welcome to Healthy Vision, the talk radio show that helps you conquer your vision loss. Dr. Edward Condrett is a board-certified ophthalmologist and homeopathic doctor, author of seven best-selling books. Healthy Vision is dedicated to bringing you the latest information for a lifetime of healthy sight and to help you conquer your eye problems. And now your host, America's favorite eye doctor, Dr. Edward Condrett. Uh, welcome to Healthy Vision. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, and thank you so much for tuning in this evening. And I think this evening we have a very interesting show for you. We're going to be talking about levels of healing. And for those of you that are suffering from any type of physical problem, I believe that uh, this is going to be very important information. And I think it'll be somewhat enlightening, and hopefully it'll put you on the right direction. And we do have the lines open, so um, anytime during the show, if you have a question or something isn't that clear, please uh, give me a call. You can reach me at, uh, let's see here, 602-277-5369, that's 602-277-5369, or toll-free at 866-536-1100, that's 866-536-1100. So let's talk a little bit about the levels of healing. And if you search on the Internet for levels of healing, there is just a plethora of information. There are so many books written on this topic, and so many doctors advertise uh, their alternative practice dealing uh, with this information. But when I did my research, there seems to be a couple common um, parameters. Everybody seems to be talking about a physical component to disease, a physical component, and also uh, a mental, emotional, and spiritual. And uh, Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, who's a brilliant alternative uh, practitioner, uh, very innovative, has, uh, I, I believe he's written a book, and there's a lot of information online, and he has uh, five levels of healing. At the bottom, he has the physical body, then he has the energy, uh, the mental, the intuitive, and at the top, uh, the spiritual. So I've been reflecting on this for quite some time, and I wanted to present some information that uh, is, is kind of mirrors my practice of medicine right now. Uh, many of you, maybe if it's your first-time listener, uh, my background is I'm a board-certified ophthalmologist. I've been practicing traditional ophthalmology for maybe 30 years, and then I switched over to alternative um, medicine, in particular homeopathy and uh, energetic medicine to try to help uh, the body to heal. So all this information that we're going to be talking about is going to be uh, 
presented it in uh, my vision event. And I can't believe it's just only a little over 30 days away. Mark your calendar, February 15th and 16th. It's my annual vision event. And this is going to be a live streaming event. So no matter where you are in the country or if you're listening uh, overseas, you can join the vision event. That's February 15th and 16th. It's going to be live streamed. And it's also going to be recorded. So if uh, you miss part of it or maybe have something else to do on those two days, everything is going to be recorded and it'll be available for you online. So the vision event, you can go to uh, the following URL to get more information. Go to Kondrat Event. That's K-O-N-D-R-O-T Event, E-V-E-N-T dot com. Or you can always give our office a call at 800-430-9328. And the best part about, uh, the best uh, part about this event is that if you are a patient of mine, it is absolutely free. And if you're not a patient of mine and you'd like to sign up, it's just a minimal charge of $95. And all of that revenue, 100% of the revenue, will be donated to the Restore Vision Foundation. This is a 501c3 corporation that uh, 100% of the revenue goes towards our mission work overseas. Uh, the first level that I like to talk about is the physical level, and this is this is broken up into three components. Um, and I think most of the practice of medicine deals on this physical level. This is kind of the bottom level, and this deals with uh, pharmaceutical drugs. This deals with uh, the surgical approach, and uh, the belief that the body is kind of like uh, a machinery, and uh, by you know eliminating a disease part by giving the right drug. And, of course, you know, I practiced this type of medicine for, oh, probably close to 30 years, and I thought I had all the answers. Uh, I was a very good surgeon, and I thought if you had a cataract or some other problem like that, simply you'd cut the, cut the cataract and remove it, uh, or if you had wet macular degeneration, you'd laser the eye. So this is, this is the, the physical approach. And I think the majority of uh, doctors sort of practice at this level. And I'm not saying that you have to completely disregard this level. Because obviously if you're in a car accident and you have a broken, broken arm, you need a good surgeon to put the, put the, the arm back together. Uh, if you have a heart attack or a stroke, uh, you certainly want to get uh, a competent surgeon or a medical doctor to kind of correct this. But I think there's a lot of shortcomings to this, and that's kind of like the transformation that I had in, in my life when I began to see that so many of my patients uh, who were suffering from eye problems that, you know, their glaucoma eye drops, the, the treatments that I was doing just wasn't working that effectively. Uh, and that's when I began to look look elsewhere. And the, the second level, and we're coming up to a break now, right, right now, and I'll talk about the second level. This is what I call functional medicine. And more and more doctors, especially integrative and alternative doctors, 
are getting involved with uh, the functional medicine. I think it's really fascinating because I think it's a step in the right direction. They believe that the body can heal itself, and by instituting the right vitamins, nutrition, or some type of uh, exercise, oxygenation, stimulation, the body can heal. So I think this is a really, really big development. So we're coming up to a break, and once again, all this information is going to be covered in detail on the big vision event. And you can go to chondrotevent.com, at K-O-N-D-R-O-T, event.com, or give the office a call at 800-430-9328, for more information. I'm really excited about this event, February 15th and 16th. It's a little over 30 days away. So make sure you go to that URL, chondrotevent.com, get more information. And we come back and we'll be talking about functional medicine, the second level of healing. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. And we're talking about the levels of healing. There's a lot of information on this online, a lot of information is published, and I'm giving you my perspective of the levels of healing. And we just finished talking about the physical level, which I would say probably 80% of medicine is practiced on the physical level. Surgery, uh, uh, pharmaceutical medicines, uh, etc. Treating the body as if it was a machine, if it's a parts diseased, uh, cut it out or put it on a drug. And so much of uh, the treatment on a physical level tends to maintain disease. You know, for example, if you have high blood pressure and you go to the doctor, they prescribe a medication, and unfortunately the medication is not going to cure your high blood pressure. You have to continue to use that medication the rest of your life. So unfortunately, traditional medicine does not really look at... uh, I would say looking, looking at curing your problem. Um, so the next level I'm talking about is a step in the right direction. This is called functional medicine. And fortunately, more and more doctors are getting involved in this aspect of medicine, functional medicine. And they're looking at ways to improve the function of the body. Uh, say, for example, you have uh, diabetes. Well, the functional medical doctor will... Make sure that your pancreas is functioning well. They'll maybe put you on a, um, a weight loss program, or maybe they'll look at different minerals and uh, vitamins, maybe to stimulate uh, insulin uh, metabolism, to stimulate glucose in your body. So they're looking more at the functional aspect of it. And a really big area uh, of this aspect of medicine is hormonal therapy. You know, as we get older, a lot of our hormone production is decreased. Uh, Men, your testosterone levels decrease. Women, the estrogen, uh, progesterone uh, levels decrease. And uh, the majority of us, we have a decrease in our thyroid production. So all of these things uh, are affecting our health. You know, the thyroid is the master gland. 
And if you do have a decrease in thyroid production, you're going to have a decrease in all the functioning aspects of your body. So what the functional medical doctor does, they just don't jump right in to putting you on major pharmaceutical products. They begin to treat you by looking at deficiencies in your body, such as hormonal deficiencies. They look at mineral deficiencies. And they look at ways to improve the overall function. And, of course, most functional medical doctors will use this approach first, and then they will consider uh, the pharmaceutical approach. So a good part of my practice is this functional medicine um, because I look at patients uh, from the perspective of good nutrition, making sure they don't have a mineral deficiency, uh, <clears throat> putting them on the right diet, and also um, using a lot of modalities to uh, stimulate the body, stimulate the energy of the body. And uh, a, a good part of my practice is using the subtle energies, such as microcurrent stimulation. Microcurrent stimulation uh, uses uh, a low level of electrical current using certain frequencies uh, to gently stimulate the body. And now researchers have found that there are certain <clears throat> microcurrent signals that actually can produce a pharmaceutical effect, uh, producing a pharmaceutical effect, or I should say a physiological effect in a more natural manner. In fact, uh, there are some frequencies that kind of stimulate stem cell production. And, of course, you know, stem cells are a big part of healing the body, and the stronger your stem cells are, um, healing is going to be more readily available to the body. And unfortunately, if your body is toxic, you have heavy metal poisoning, you're deficient in nutrition, you have poor circulation, poor oxygenation, those stem cells are not going to work that effectively. So a big part of the practice is, is this microcurrent stimulation. And I'm very proud to uh, announce that I've had three major publications that have been accepted in the peer-reviewed literature demonstrating the effectiveness of microcurrent. Uh, recently, I gave a talk in Rome, Italy, on microcurrent, and this information was accepted for publication in a major textbook on vision rehabilitation. So more and more doctors are becoming interested in microcurrent. We're also using light therapy. Light therapy is a form of functional medicine, and we use light therapy in a couple of different manners. Uh, one is... Uh, it's called syntonic light therapy, and this is this uses um, non-coherent light. By non-coherent light, this is light that's generated from uh, a light bulb. It's scattered light, and the syntonic light has been shown to balance the autonomic nervous system and act as a stimulant in the eye. Uh, we also use the cold laser. This is red infrared light. There are several studies that have been done show that this type of laser can stimulate regeneration, stimulate stem cells, improve circulation. So you can see that the functional medical aspect is, what can we do to stimulate the body to heal? What can we do to stimulate the overall health? And, of course, good nutrition is a very big aspect of this. 
you know, good nutrition, I think, is the foundation. So many people come to me, they have uh, major, major nutritional deficiencies. They really have to clean up their diet. Um, you know, stay away from the genetically modified food, the preservatives. Uh, my goodness, you know, people are poisoning their bodies. Uh, I could go on and on to talk about the nutritional aspect. But I did want to share with you a major study that was done in London. And this study looked at a couple hundred identical twins. Now, any study that's done with identical twins is a great study because they eliminate the genetic variability. You know, people will say, well, I got diabetes, I got a cataract, it runs in my family, there's nothing I can do. So in this particular study, they looked at identical twins. And then they studied uh, what was the effect, what was part of their lifestyle that increased the production or uh, the, the incidence of cataracts. And interestingly, uh, they discovered that cataracts are inversely related to vitamin C in the diet. Now, let me repeat that again. Inversely related to vitamin C in the diet. Not related to vitamin C that you take in capsules or nutritional, you know, vitamins or supplements. Vitamin C in the diet. So, in other words, those individuals that consume a lot of vitamin C the natural way in fruits and vegetables had a much lower incidence of cataracts. When vitamin C in the diet was deficient, those people had a greater incidence of cataracts. So this gets back to my initial comment, and I have to underscore this. One of the most important things you can do is to really shift your food consumption towards organic, raw, natural food. Uh, another big issue is heavy metal toxicity. All of us are exposed to heavy metals, and heavy metals interfere with metabolism or toxic. So you do need to get rid of those heavy metals, and you should be evaluated. I recommend a six-hour urine test to measure heavy metals. It's essential you do some type of challenge test. Just getting your blood and urine checked oftentimes misses these heavy metals. You could be dying of lead poisoning, and your urine and blood will not show any lead because this lead goes into your bones, your brain, and your fat. So we're coming up to another break. and we come back, we're going to be talking about the third level of healing. And this is probably my favorite level because it kind of combines the physical and emotional. It looks more at the emotional. And I believe that so many of our diseases are due to disharmony in our body and we need to understand the emotional component. So when we come back, we're going to look at this emotional component. My favorite aspect, and this is a big part of uh, my practice of medicine. Once again, we're going to be covering all this information in great detail at our annual visual event, vision event, February 15th and 16th. And I really hope you can join us. Go to chondrotevent.com for more information chondrotevent.com for more information. And we'll be right back after this break. Uh, welcome back to Healthy Vision. This is your host, Dr. Edward Chondrot. And before we get to the third level of healing, we've got a couple knocks on the door. Let me take the first call. Uh, hi, Mirabella. 
Uh, hi, Dr. Conrad. Um, Thanks so much for calling. You may recall I, I was a uh, patient of yours, and I oh, have a no, question on well. the um, microcurrent. Uh, I read somewhere, I don't know if it was on your website or whether it was on the uh, for the machine, they said that it should only be used for closed-angle glaucoma. And I do have closed-angle glaucoma, but I have had surgeries. So I can still um, use it? That information is that usually closed-angle glaucoma needs to be treated surgically. So in other words, I don't recommend you use microcurrent if you have closed angles. But if you had the surgery and the closed angle is taken care of, there's not any problem. I just don't want people to think that microcurrent can cure closed angle or even help closed angle. Uh So that's why that information was written. I thought the article said that it's not for open angle. No, no. It's not for closed angle. That was a typo. And it's been corrected. Microcurrent I, is uh, is one of the main treatments uh, for open angle glaucoma. It is so effective for stimulating circulation to the optic nerve. It acts as a neuroprotection, preventing further damage. Uh, it also uh, helps detoxify the eye. There's just so many mechanisms that microcurrent has to help glaucoma. So that is an error. Now, is there more than one program for the uh, glaucoma itself uh, on the microcurrent machine? Can, uh, is it well, only programmed for glaucoma, just yeah, one program many, for we glaucoma? We probably have about 20 or 30 different glaucoma programs. And, of course, that's why I see you in the office, because I kind of customize it for the type of glaucoma that you have. We have uh-huh. different frequencies, um, uh, different waveforms, so that depends on you know, my evaluation on your baseline with your glaucoma. Okay. And uh, another question I have is, uh, are you planning on having any any of your speakers address uh, keratopathy? Uh, Because, you know, I developed that, and uh, I found out that the Azopt usually causes this condition. Thankfully, I was able to get off. Well, we have one, we have one speaker at the Vision event, Dr. Robert Rowan, is going to be speaking uh-huh. on ozone. Uh-huh. And, of course, ozone can be very helpful for keratopathy or inflammation of the cornea, along with microcurrent, along with homeopathy. And, of course, we can't forget about nutrition, good nutrition. Yeah. But, um, but I, w- I don't want a surgical approach because that's all that's being offered to me right now. Yeah, well, and that with you know, the, EDTA. the first level, the first level that most doctors practice are the medical surgical, and they feel that by removing the cornea, replacing it uh, is the, the way to treat disease. But I feel a little bit differently. Now, yeah. certainly, if you're having a lot of pain, and uh, you know your vision is very poor, and you've tried the alternative treatments, then we need to, you know. Look at the surgical approach, but that's the last approach. Uh-huh. Okay, well, yeah. thank you so much for the call. i got to move on. We have another caller. Anita from Kansas. Hello, Anita. Hi, Dr. Sandra. I'm so happy to get to talk to you. Um, uh, my I, pleasure. The pleasure is mine. I everything, want to do the microcurrent uh, thing, but my question I have, too. One, I believe you mentioned the kind of vitamin C that you suggested that I, I didn't catch. 
And secondly, uh, I go to an alternative doctor, and is it going to be possible for him to write the prescription for the eye drops as you suggested? Oh, yeah. I work with alternative doctors. Just have them give the office a call. Okay, but well, I'm calling from about- Kansas. I'm calling from Kansas, but he's in Missouri about an hour from me that I go. He's actually a D.O., and I don't know what the other initials are, but um, he he does – I've never had a drug in my whole life. So he has been totally um, an alternative doctor for, for all of us, and they do do chelation. So um, I'm going to ask him about – I wrote down the uh, chelation um, – um, stuff that you'd use and see if maybe they could give me, but that would be 40 of them. That would be, a, that would be a very incredible expense. Well, I think it all depends on, you know, the results of your urine challenge test. And it all depends on your goals and it all depends on your underlying problem. I would say, you know, if you have an eye problem, you have diabetes and you have poor circulation, then chelation would be the number one treatment. But there's a lot of other ways that, uh, you know, chelation is part of the functional approach that I mentioned. Chelation well, removes the heavy metals and improves the blood flow to your body. So that's the functional approach. Well, but, I wanted you know to do the chelation. I wanted to order that chelation where you now have it on a DVD. Uh, well, I wrote a book on chelation, and that's available as a download. Uh, so give the office a call, and I hope you sign up to the vision event. <clears throat> All right. Well, would you repeat the uh, vitamin C? Did you suggest the vitamin C? I suggested vitamin C in the diet. The study oh. in um, London showed that cataracts are inversely related to vitamin C in your diet, the foods that you eat. I believe that the best source of vitamins, is in the food that we eat. And that's why I'm a big advocate of raw organic. Both my wife and I are vegetarians. We consume a lot of raw organic uh, vegetables and fruit. If you haven't read my book, The Ten Essentials, it's a free download. Go to my website, healingthei.com, all one word. Download the book. The first chapter, which is the biggest chapter, is all about food and nutrition. And I would really uh, yeah, look at I all know. that for sure. I, I, Dr. Condor, yeah, I do all of that. I do the smoothies. I do a lot of spinach and all of that kind of stuff. But but the thing that I was concerned about, too, is on the vitamin C, I take a vitamin C that is a food, a, um, I don't know what you, how you call it, but it's like food grain. It, it's a vitamin C that um, is from, you know, all the different uh, vegetables and, and fruits that are in that have vitamin C. So is it better for me to take a vitamin C with the absorbic acid or to take a vitamin C that is food grade? Well, I think the best source of vitamin C is the vitamin C that occurs naturally. As soon as it's processed and put in a capsule, you lose a lot of its nutritional value. Remember, the study was shocking. It clearly related a decreased incidence of cataracts related to the amount of vitamin C in your diet. Not taking a capsule, not taking a food-processed vitamin C in the diet. So I believe that food is our best medicine. 
There's no shortcut by taking a vitamin. I'm going to hang up so I can hear can hear you because I'm having trouble hearing you. All right. So I'm well, going thank to hang you up. for okay. the call. And we're going to get back to number three on our list. And probably many of you know that's the homeopathic approach. And that's my favorite approach. And that's what really got me started in alternative medicine because in homeopathy, we believe that the body does have the ability to heal. And once you understand the underlying disturbance in the body, the right homeopathic remedy can put that body back on track. And for those of you that don't know my story, I developed severe adult onset asthma, and uh, I went to all the top uh, medical doctors and on three medications, having side effects. No one talked to me about a cure. But then when I investigated homeopathy, it was one homeopathic medicine that actually cured me of my disease. Homeopathy, I believe, is a very elegant way of treating disease. It's probably one of the only treatments that actually makes an attempt to cure the body of the problem. So when you go to a homeopathic doctor, he looks at treating you as a person. And one of the big factors that we look at in homeopathic evaluation is the mental and emotional component that is related to your disease. And, of course, life is full of stress. We have problems uh, that uh, affect our well-being. Stress is a a big issue. And uh, this disturbance in your body often is the underlying cause of disease. And this is going to be a featured topic at the Vision Event 2, homeopathy. And we're coming up to a break. When when I come back, I want to talk a little bit more about homeopathy. And also, I'm going to be talking about the fourth element, the fourth level. So those of you that are interested in attending the Vision Event, remember, this is going to be a live stream event. So if you're in Kansas, you don't have to come to Florida for the event. You can watch it in the comfort of your home. Go to ChondraEvent.com for more information. And we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Healthy Vision, and we're talking about the levels of healing. And we covered the physical, which consists of the medicine, surgery, and drugs. We talked about the functional, which is one step in the right direction which we look at the function of the body, and this includes uh, diet, uh, nutrition, detoxification, light therapy, microcurrent stimulation, chelation, all these modalities uh, that gently stimulate the body to heal, put more energy into the body. And uh, the third level is the homeopathic approach, which I think is the most elegant and a very big part of my practice deals with the homeopathic approach. The homeopathic approach, we feel that the body has a wisdom. And when you do develop a disease, it's because this disease or symptom may be necessary for your body to maintain homeostasis or a balance. For example, when you develop a fever, uh, if the body has an intelligence, this fever may be necessary to Increase your body temperature so you release toxins and poisons. When you develop diarrhea, diarrhea may be necessary because you're eliminating something that may be poisonous to your body or an infection. So traditional medicine feels that the body does not have any intelligence. So when you have diarrhea, 
the medical doctor will give you something which causes constipation. When you have a fever, the medical doctor will give you something to reduce your temperature. But the homeopathic doctor, if the body has a wisdom, the homeopathic doctor actually gives you a substance which causes those same symptoms, and that may seem kind of strange. Uh, if you have diarrhea, we actually give you something which causes diarrhea. I mean, you may be thinking, my goodness, I don't want that. But when I was cured of my asthma, I was given a substance which actually produces asthma in a healthy individual, and it cured my adult onset asthma. So the homeopathic approach is very interesting, and I could probably talk uh, an entire radio show or longer just on this subject. But if you are skeptical about homeopathy, do some research. And I am uh, trying to put together my eighth book on homeopathy and eye disease, and this is a major undertaking, and it's uh, in the process right now. Of, uh, and hopefully it'll be finished sometime this year. This year's a, a big year for eye doctors, 2020, a good year for eye doctors, and I want it to be a good year for you. So the homeopathic approach is uh, number three, and uh, all of my patients receive homeopathic treatments, and I could go on and on about the, the, the profound changes, and I believe homeopathy is probably one of the uh, rare, rare approaches, or what, maybe one of the only approaches that actually can cure disease. So... Uh, those of you who are listening, if you do have any questions, uh, the lines are open. I'd like to hear from you. You can reach me at 602-277-5369, 602-277-5369, or toll-free, 866-536-1100, 866-536-1100. So now we're going to shift and talk about the fourth approach which is probably the most important. And this is the spiritual approach or the power of prayer. I think every religion talks about the ability of a high, higher being or deity that has the ability to intercede if you have a disease and to assist you in restoring your health. And I've, I've kind of had a keen interest in this, especially looking at the recorded cases of uh, documentation of the blind having their vision restored through some religious intervention. And, of course, there's many biblical quotes about uh, the blind being cured. But I came across a, a researcher in the University of Leeds in England, Rachel Gillibrand, and I interviewed her on a previous radio show, and she might, I think it's real, it was really a good interview. And if you're interested in listening to that interview, you can go to chondrotpodcast.com, chondrotpodcast.com. But uh, Dr. Gillibrand has investigated uh, miracles that have occurred during the Middle Ages. And this was a very unique time. You know, we didn't have Internet. We didn't have the telephone. We didn't have TV. And people, there was much stronger communities during that time. And... Uh, you know, there were people that they, they, they kind of supported each other. This, this whole idea of a group dynamics and group uh, prayer. Um, so 
unfortunately, we're, we're kind of losing that right now in our society. Um, you know, people are spending time surfing on their iPhone. And we're losing that group dynamics. And there was a really interesting book written called The Power of Eight by Lynn McTaggart. Lynn McTaggart is a researcher, and she's been investigating uh, the power of prayer. And uh, I, I think there's so much documentation out there that the power of prayer can really shift the ability of uh, someone to heal. And what Ludwig Taggart has written, that when a group of people, and the ideal number seems to be eight, when they get together and they have positive affirmations and they uh, pray uh, for each other, then um, there seems to be a positive effect that cannot be explained uh, by any other means except for this uh, idea of prayer. And that's one of the reasons why I like the way I practice. You know, during our Restore Vision program, we typically get around 8 to 10 people that come to the office, and we become kind of like this uh, power of 8. When... People come together with a common goal of restoring lost vision, and they're supporting each other. There can be a, a really interesting dynamic, um, which uh, can't be explained by modern medicine. And uh, uh, I did, you know, some research and, and uh, surveyed the literature. And uh, I was just surprised at all the published studies out there that have indicated the power of prayer, this whole group dynamics. And that's what uh, Lynn Mattagher did. She conducted uh, this investigation where they actually studied people. Uh, They got together in a group of eight, and they had positive affirmations, uh, meditation, supporting each other, and she documented uh, physical changes in different individuals, including one study of a lady that had a severe cataracts that were blocking the vision in her eye, and she was part of the group. And after uh, uh, an undisclosed, undisclosed period of time, her vision restored. And I find this to be interesting. So I, you know, I feel very strongly that this is some aspect of medicine that we need more of. You know, during the Middle Ages and uh, the 16 and 1700s, that there was, most doctors were spiritual healers too. They not only took care of the physical body, they took care of the uh, mental and spiritual aspect. So this is lacking in medicine. So if you want a really good read, uh, check out Lynn McTaggart's book, the power of eight. So we're coming up to a close just to review the four levels. Uh, the bottom level is the physical, surgical, pharmaceutical, and the medical. The next level up, level two, is the functional medical, diet, nutrition, hormonal balances, microcurrent. Uh, moving up, the homeopathic approach, which deals with the energy body, believes that the body can cure itself. And the top is the uh, spiritual, the mental, the spiritual aspect. 
So I hope that this uh, review has given you some new insight into your uh, problems, your eye problems. And we're going to be covering all this in more detail at the Conrad Vision event. Go to ConradEvent.com for more information. I want to thank you so much for tuning in this evening. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, wishing all of you good health and clear vision. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about alternative eye treatments, access free reports, or subscribe to Dr. Kondrat's newsletter, visit us at HealingTheEye.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please write a review. We love hearing from listeners. To hear more episodes about alternative eye treatments, click subscribe and download all of our previous shows. We wish you good health and clear vision.